0: Hi, I'm Quentin D'Souza, and you're listening to Get Real Wealthy. Create wealth, freedom, and security through real estate investing. Make sure to check out getrealwealthy.com. All right, let's talk about vendor take back mortgages in this episode of Get Real Wealthy. Now, what is a vendor take back mortgage? Well, a vendor take back mortgage is when you have financing that comes from the seller. When you have financing that comes from the seller, it's usually because the seller has paid off the existing mortgage on the property and it's owned free and clear, or they have enough equity in the properties that they could offer you a mortgage in second position in order to lower your down payment on a property. I've used this in many different ways. I've used vendor take back mortgages in the order of millions of dollars in the different projects that I've done. And I think that it's a great opportunity for you to to learn how to use that in your own investing. So it can look like a first mortgage. It can look like a second mortgage. It could look like a promissory note on the back end of a, a deal. So there's a lot of ways that vendor financing or seller financing can help you to increase your ROI and also make a deal make sense. So I think a lot of people make out seller financing to be more challenging than it really is. Oftentimes you're including uh, terms in your purchase and sale agreement that outline that the seller is going to carry back a first mortgage or a second mortgage on the property and you include the terms of that in the purchase and sale agreement, your lawyer outlines those terms and can set up a mortgage for you. Sometimes people make it out that it's some complex thing and it really isn't. Oftentimes, it's possible to even cover closing and land transfer costs into your seller financing. It just depends on how you negotiate that in your purchase and sale agreement. I've used seller financing to purchase 20 unit apartment buildings. I've used seller financing to buy a single family home from the owner, convert it and then flip it and sell it. So there are lots of different ways to do it. You can take possession of it through a mortgage. You could use a joint venture agreement in order to help you to to use the existing financing on a property, and then once the work is done, flip that to either yourself or through a sale to a third party. So there's lots of different creative ways to use seller financing. Now, I've used it as a first mortgage on an apartment building where we had a three-year term. In that example, What we were able to do is bring up the value of the property. Uh, Purchase price was about 1.75 million. After we've turned over a number of units, we've improved the property, the cap rates compressed. The value of that building is now closer to 3 million. We can take the value of that building, shop that now with different lenders, and we'll be able to access, let's say, a mortgage of 2.25 or 2.3 million. We can take that, pay back the initial partner's investment. We split the difference between $1.75 and $2.2 whatever that ends up being, between us. And we continue to own the asset. The vendor was happy because of a number of different things. One, they were able to delay the capital gains for three years. Two, they were able to continue to get income from a property that they are comfortable with. And if they had to take it back, they could easily do that. And three, it creates a good relationship with that particular person because you're giving that, that seller what they want, all right? And usually it's just what you negotiate with the seller from a, a terms perspective. So interest rate could be interest only. It could be principal and interest. You could be, have it amortized. You can have it not amortized. It's all in what you negotiate with the, the seller of the property. As a buyer, there are quite a few benefits to me. One, I don't have to go through the uh, process of dealing with banks in order to get financing, especially if you're trying to close a property quickly and you have seller financing, you can get a property closed in weeks, even apartment buildings closed in weeks rather than months because you have seller financing. It is a process where you can negotiate the, the terms a lot better than what you could from a financial institution. Oftentimes we get interest only and we have uh, the flexibility of the term to be able to end it at a date that after we reposition the asset. So we may have a three-year term, but if we've done a lot of repositioning of the asset, we could actually go and end the uh, VTB earlier, perhaps in a year, and then we're able to put that traditional financing on the asset. So there are lots of benefits for vendor takebacks or seller financing for the buyer and the seller and it's a great tool for you to include in your toolbox for being in real estate investing and if perhaps you don't want to be an investor and you're interested in partnering there are real estate investors who do this on a daily basis so it's something to keep in mind in any case i hope you've enjoyed this episode of get real wealthy and i want you to Like, subscribe, and give us a rating on Apple. If you've heard this episode and you really enjoyed it, please share it with two people. That way we can get the message out. Don't keep this goodness to yourself. Make sure that you share it with other people. And we'll see you on the next episode of Get Real Wealthy. Make sure to check out getrealwealthy.com. Until next time, I'm Quentin D'Souza. Get out there and take action. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are provided for information purposes only and should not be construed as an offer to buy or sell any securities or to make or consider any investment or course of action. For more information, go to GetRealWealthy.com.